We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show. Say with me, the show within the show, where we go behind the scenes of the dock. Each and every day, we are on the air Monday through Friday, 6 until 10 Eastern Time. The PGP is a once-a-week look behind the curtain, and you can get that on the DA Show podcast feed. You can also get it on its own podcast feed. Just search Permission Granted if you want it there. So you can find either of those podcast feeds to your liking. Subscribe, rate, and review. That'll help other people find the podcast. So... Mraz, we take things over today, and this has been a tumultuous time in DA show history. Oh, boy, has it. Two weeks ago, of course, uh, we took the trip to Boise, myself and Andrew Bogish, and you had to stay home because your wife was on the verge of, of giving birth, and that really broke you up. And I was thinking, we did tape a PGP, did we not, on the week that I was in Boise? Uh, we did did i thought we did i thought we did but i don't know that anymore uh i can actually find that answer in about two seconds if you give right. me a chance so check that out because so many things had happened when i was in boise that it might have happened and i forgot it and it might not have happened and i wouldn't have even noticed but i i thought about this the other day thinking about the pgps and about how the show is gone and I'm like, I think we did a permission granted podcast the week I was in Boise, but I couldn't be certain because so many things happened. Uh, yes, we did. You did. Uh, this was we taped this prior to you going out and fishing, right? That day from the cabin, yes. yes. And you had discussed all that I had already missed, and Bogus yes. was on the verge of leaving for his flight, and I broke that all down with him. That's right. That's right. Okay. So I had come back on Monday night. We had flown all day. We did the show Monday morning. And we got into this a little bit last week on the PGP that I had lost my voice. So I had landed on Monday night and had no voice. I landed at Newark Airport. My dad picks me up. No voice whatsoever. I can't really tell him about the trip on the way back home. Like, it's just a nightmare. 
So I'm like, will I be ready the next day for work? I try to get up and do the show on Tuesday morning. That would happen to be the show that you were off. You were taking Danielle to the doctor that day. Yes. So I'm trying to do the show without you, and I'm leaning on Bogus quite a bit. And by the end of the show, like, I am shot. And you were like, hey, the baby's not here yet. I'll be back on Wednesday. So I took, oh, no. Yeah, I, I actually last... came back for the last hour and a half of Tuesday's show. Yes, correct. Because because I needed a break, and Bilotti was like, you, "You can't do the last hour of the show. Like it's your toast." So I took off the last hour of last Tuesday, and then took off all of Wednesday. Wednesday, I I, I don't talk to anybody. I don't use my voice. One of the only times in my life that I didn't have my voice, and it came back fine. By Thursday's show, it was good. By Friday, it was fine. And I'm thinking I'm out of the woods. Saturday, I'm a little run down, but I'm thinking to myself, well, it's because I started the week freaking on a, a week binge in Boise. I flew across country, and we never stopped doing the shows, and now I'm just kind of on catch-up. So, like, Saturday, I'm kind of, like, lethargic, but it's nothing big, and, and my voice is there for the most part. Sunday comes, and my voice is there, but, again, I'm really down, like, energy-wise. I'm thinking to myself, again, Probably just like taking a beat because it was a big week and we did double shows and we didn't take much time off. And so I'm thinking, went like Sunday, I'm okay. I'm sure I'm going to wake up Monday morning and be fine. This is my every day that last week happened. I was like, I'm sure when I wake up, I'm fine. I wake up Monday morning and I've just got this like nasal congestion. And I'm thinking, I guess it's allergies because I don't physically feel bad. I don't have a fever. I've checked. I don't have a runny nose. I don't have a sore throat. I, and, and I had taken the COVID test as well the week prior to make sure when I came back from Boise that I was fine. Then I took that day off. I, I tested negative. So I'm, I'm like, I'm just, I guess it's allergies or I'm congested. Then I come to work and like almost immediately you guys are like, wow, you sound like crap. This now, is I, I thought it sounded worse than the week before. Sounded worse, that I was congested, that I was nasally, that I sounded sick, physically sick. So we do the show on Monday, and at the end of it, I'm like, I'm going to go home, I'm going to wake up in the morning, and let's see where I am tomorrow morning, but, but who knows. And Monday is a nightmare. I just totally collapse, I'm dizzy, I'm hot, I'm not i'm just a mess just a total mess congested what have you and i'm like well now i'm like legit sick i don't know what this is so monday i text you guys i'm like i'm not gonna be able to do the show tomorrow so you guys take over the reins on tuesday tuesday i take off i sleep all day i rest i take a bunch of vitamins i'm just like you know just sweating it through and it it's it's done basically overnight Monday night into Tuesday night or Tuesday morning, like I can feel most of it leave. I turn the corner and I'm fine by the time Tuesday night rolls around. And I'm like, hey, Wednesday morning, I'm back. Now, you might still hear me. I'm a little congested, but I feel fine. It's just because you talk for four hours. We just got off the air. Still talking. It doesn't give me a chance for like my nasal passages to like actually, you know, kind of calm down. But I'm fine. But. In the middle of all of this, I'm like, I can't take these days off because Mraz's baby might come at any time. Had this stuff happened two months ago, two years ago, 
two months from now, I'd be like, yeah, no big deal. I'll take a day or two off. But we're in this constant, like, when will you have to leave? Will you leave in the middle of a show? Does that just leave bogish to, like, solo host? If he does, like, he needs some prep time. He needs to understand that. Like, he can't just, like, throw bogues to the wolves and be like, yeah, sorry, okay, on, like, no preparation. You just got to, like, solo host this show. So we're just, like, at, at this crazy juncture. And on top of it now, I haven't seen you in person for weeks since before Boise, right? Or were yes, we in the studio that's, that's actually accurate, right? Yes. So I haven't seen you in person to the studio for weeks. And Danielle, aside from me, gets sick in her own right. She's got a head cold, and now she's giving it to you. Yes. So yes. we are just on all ends of the spectrum, just like a, a mash unit. It, it's it's incredible. Luckily, my voice hasn't necessarily been affected. I've been I feel very run down energy wise. I mentioned this to Bogus coming up at side B, how much vitamin C I took before the show on Wednesday. But, yeah, like, it, it almost feels like technology's gotten so good that we could have possibly gotten sick through Zoom. <laughs> That's the right. only way. It's stuff going on. Yeah, it is It is mayhem, DA, right? Because every day and every hour that now has passed due to you being sick, coming home from Boise, due to the baby just unwillingness to enter this world. I don't know what that's about. It, it, we are just in a – it almost feels like a purgatory of the DA show right now. We, have, we keep putting out good content during football season. Right. But we don't know what literally the next day and the next show is going to look like until things get settled down here. I don't know what to equate this to, but it's it's a really rough like middle of the season where you're taking a couple of losses and you don't look very good and guys are injured and you're just hoping – that you can like not fall too far below 500 to where you can rebound the final month of the year. I, I think that's a fair assessment. And through it all, luckily, Bogus is like that starting running back that just seems to be anchoring okay. Yeah. He didn't get sick from Boise. He has nothing going on in his life right now that would look like to be affecting everything. Meanwhile, he's taking bows in, on private planes to Lincoln, going to Boise. He's He's been a rock, thankfully, for us. But you're right, that that's just... Every day we don't know what's going to happen. And I get into this with Bokish a little bit coming up at side B. I've gotten to the point, DA, with while you're sick and and I haven't returned to the studio and I'm kind of willing to, but I'm a little scared coming back. I, I, I almost feel guilty that my child hasn't been born yet because I have no control over it. And here we were a week ago thinking a water had broken and we were in contractions. It's amazing what, what this whole process has been like. It's been one of the most chaotic times in DA show history dating back to before the Boise trip even began because you were on high alert of the baby coming, which is why you could not come to Boise. Now, we are a week and a half removed from the Boise trip. We are a full two weeks removed from me leaving for Boise. So, of course, you could have done the entire trip and come back in plenty of time and have been there for a full week and it would have been totally in the clear. But that's when all this anxiety began. And now we're two weeks later. The baby still isn't here. And I've gotten knocked around enough to where I had to take two different days yeah. off, two different weeks, which unless it's a planned vacation day like a, a summer Friday, I never take sick days. I mean, it's just like oh. so against my grain, even though I shame everybody that comes in sick and I say, don't do it. Don't be a hero, etc. I just. Oh, oh, you heard Peach Trash Tuesday, D.A.? <laughs> I, I didn't, but I could only imagine. <laughs> All right, Pete, what do you got on a Trash Tuesday? Well, uh, two things we learned during pandemic is, one, we could do a lot of things via remote. 
And the other thing is don't come to work when you're sick. So I'm trashing DA for coming in yesterday. (laughs) Why did you no comment last segment if you were just going to trash him now? (laughs) Well, I'm trashing DA for coming in yesterday sick. He knew he was sick. He did not need for himself to come into the building yesterday. He he had the ability to do the program from home. And in that case, he would have been able to rest right away after the show and then possibly been here today. Uh, I mean, he may have taken today anyway, but still there would have been more of a chance for him to be on the program today. Um, and, and for a DA, that, it, it's unlike him. I felt like he would have he would have opted to do the show from home. So I trash him for coming in yesterday and, you know, adding more stress to his sickness. So frustrating. Uh, I, and, and I had to text Pete uh, an apology on the side because I didn't know I was sick. I had no idea. Like, I was, I, I felt run down and tired, but I thought it was an after effect of Boise. I did not physically feel ill. I thought it was just allergies, and I came to work, and then clearly it wasn't. And I had to apologize. Like, I did not know I would have never put you in that situation. I would have never. Now, now so uh, real I, quickly, I felt terrible. Uh, on a follow-up on that, this was something that Bogus and I had discussed a little bit on Tuesday's show, and now that we have you, I'm wondering on this question. Are the you taking off because you lost your voice, got run down in Boise, and then a week later you taking off because you're sick, are they the same thing? Or right. were these two separate instances where you just lost your voice because Boise took it out of you, and then as a result maybe you were weakened and then you actually got sick, and there are actually two different sick days for two different illnesses? Yes. I've, this is something that I, I've racked my brain over for the last you know three days because last week when I lost my voice – I felt absolutely no symptoms of being sick. I just didn't have my voice. And that was really wild to me because I had never just flat lost my voice. But I figured, well, we did two shows a, two shows a day for multiple days. I went to a game. I cheered. I probably shouldn't have. Then I drank beers, and that probably sort you know made my throat a little drier. Then the next morning, I got up and did Sunday morning football, and that probably didn't help. And then... I'm on a a plane all day, you know, after doing a morning show on Monday night, or Monday morning, rather. By the time I get to Monday night, like, I'm just taxed voice-wise, and it's just, I got nothing left to give. And that's what I just thought that it was. To fast forward a week later, and I'm legitimately sick, and I can tell you I've not been sick since pandemic started. Been home for a lot of that, and not seeing anybody and wearing masks, etc. So nobody's been sick. It's been great. No flu. And now to be sick for the first time in two years was like right after that. And I don't know. I can't tell you. I, I don't know if they're too connected. I, I have to imagine they are. My th- working theory is that burning the candle on both ends of Boise wasn't good. And doing as many shows as we did wasn't good. And then not taking a day off immediately after wasn't good. And what I should have done is had a planned day off the day after Boise. And that was going to be that. And I didn't even have to worry about losing my voice. That was just it. And I think what I should have done last week was just take it easy. Either do shows from home or if I went into the studio in the city, come back and don't do anything. But when I came back home after working, you know, in the city, I did stuff around the house. I was cutting the lawn. I was gone for a week. So I did everything else that I hadn't done for a week. Running around doing errands. I'm here. I'm there. Groceries, what have you. And I just think that probably popped me again. And I probably was not my highest immunity. 
And then on Saturday, we had friends in town, my wife's best friends from home, so we wanted to take them around town. This is big apple picking time. This is big winery time. This is the fall foliage in the Northeast. They wanted to go out, and I probably should have just stayed home and just rested. Stayed home, not a big deal, rest. I didn't. I went out, tried to be a good host, etc. I probably drove myself down a little bit more. And somewhere in there, either something I picked up in Boise that I probably could have fought off had I had a higher immune system. Or the airport coming home. The airport coming home, the airplane. I had masks on, of course, the entire time at the airport and the airplane, but who knows? Sitting next to the same people for eight hours. Two hours here, five hours there, three hours there, who knows? That I picked up something that I couldn't fight off, and it was trying to fight off, trying to fight off, trying to fight off, and then finally it just popped. So I think that they're connected. I don't think they're not connected, but I don't think they're also the same thing. I don't think I was right. sick when I lost my voice, but I got sick a week later. So we agree with that assessment because we all agreed that on Thursday and Friday, once you had to leave the show Tuesday, take a day off on Wednesday and return for the big push for week two of the NFL season, week three of college football, Thursday and Friday shows, your voice sounded back on the air to all of us. It did totally. not sound like it was going to be a problem. So uh, we were stunned to a news when 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific happened on Monday, and we heard you come out of the open with the voice. I think every one of us thought, what the heck is going on here? Yeah, and I, I I'm also defiant in the face of as we all know you know the greatest strength is your greatest weakness like there's no there's no problem that you can present to me that I won't immediately think well there's a solution to this we can fix this and every day since I signed off the air on Friday at 10 a.m. I figured my voice is going to be fine I feel fine it'll be good in the morning and it just progressively got worse and by the time I got to Monday morning I'm like it's going to be fine I've had two full days off I got through Sunday morning football, wasn't a big deal, you know, and it just wasn't. It just kept getting worse. And then Monday morning, I'm like on the way into work, woke up and was groggy. It's fine, a little congested. It'll clear up, it'll clear up, it'll clear. And then it just never did. It kept getting worse. And so there was a part of me that did try to be a hero. And, you know, you, I didn't know if you were going to be out or you were going to have to bag out early on a day. We have a new boss relatively. I haven't seen him basically since I got back from Boise. I think it's a really bad look to like you're gone for a week and then you don't even see your boss for a week and then like now you need to call out sick. You know, and there was just, and it's football season. It's a football Monday. The day we got back from Boise, did not want to be on the air to recap the Boise trip. Like all these things factored in. Honestly, if it's a Wednesday in July, I probably just take the days off and be like, hey guys, I'm not 100%. Just do it without me. Right. But the baby, the voice, <laughs> the Boise, the new job, the new boss, the football, it combined to just like, you know, a, a confluence of, of, of events to where I couldn't dig out of. So, again, today I think I sounded fine. Right now I'm probably a little nasally, but that'll, that'll subside as the day goes on and I'll be fine for tomorrow. So we're out of the woods, but now we wait on baby watch. And yeah. frankly this baby what is actually considered late now is sunday late for the baby uh this monday would hit the point so this coming monday would hit the point of actually late but again 
Now, do you think of you saying, oh, it'll get better, it'll get better? Now I'm living the life of I can't even take a nap without being afraid I'm going to get a phone call or get woken up. Hey, you better get to the hospital now uh, that this is coming. So I I don't know the science behind all of this because this is not the same experience I had with Taylor Bourne. My wife had – I don't even know what it's called, but we made the Leon Let jokes with that, like the baby diabetes thing that she has done a good job of, with insulin and taking control of. And now seemingly the baby is extremely healthy, which is a good thing. However, because of that, she had switched doctors halfway through. The doctors switched the original due date. There are so many dates that have been thrown around here, and the baby also now is actually out of room to grow. It's, it's seemingly a big baby inside of her. And the doctors had said as of yesterday – they are stunned that the baby has not – because they want the baby to decide that it's time to come out – has not decided to come out yet because there's no more room for it. And they they are prepared to set up an induction. We have to go to the doctor on Monday if the baby is not here. And it may not be necessarily Monday. They might turn around and say, okay, now you guys come back on Tuesday. But it appears that if this baby doesn't come on its own, it will come at some point in inducing next week. But it is a waiting game. I could I could stop this podcast get ready to post it and get a call in two seconds. And that anxiety of it could be literally any second, any moment, but yet nothing happens day to day is, is frustrating. It's extremely frustrating. You're living on eggshells. Yes. I, but, and, and living on eggshells to the point of we, we went to the hospital a week ago because she had thought, Oh wait, I think my water broke and I feel contractions that thrill of, all right, here we go. Let's get ready. And it being a week later now, and the baby is still not here, and I still may be five days away from scheduling and inducing, it doesn't make any sense to me scientifically. And because I'm not the one actually carrying the baby, it's my wife, Like I, I don't know how it feels. I just got to go based on what she's telling me, what doctors are saying, but also know that it, it could be 15 minutes from now. It, it's insanity. So the weirdest thing is that the actual due date itself is coming up this weekend. So that so it's still on the track originally set, but it was growing so quickly and so large, and Danielle was feeling a certain way that and doctors said, This is coming early. Get yes. ready, this is coming early. And that was basically three weeks ago. And so you've been on edge waiting for it for three weeks or so, at least two weeks. And right. now here we are, and it might still be on the original track, but Everybody th- assumed that it was coming way earlier, and Danielle thought the water had broken. Yes. And so you guys have been in this, like, never-ending, any minute is when it's really going to come, and you already thought it had already come a week ago. Yes, and, and you know, even certain things. You know, I could be going to the food store. I might be going to work out, go for a run, uh, lay down because I'm tired. We wake up very early. It's, you know, you got to keep the phone on loud. You got to be prepared at any moment. It mentally is exhausting. It's exhausting. And, yes, the Boise weekend would have been officially – the baby would not be considered late, so, which is so weird how it could be such a fluctuation of three to four weeks by the time this thing could come, this thing, my daughter could come. So you had to be prepared at any one of these moments. It, this has been such a different pregnancy than Taylor. Uh, and I think the real lesson here, D.A., between you being sick and, and the baby is is this – you cannot have your wife be pregnant and due during football season. That's a big no-no. no-no. That's, no. The, that's the biggest problem of it no. all. Because like you said, if this is July, we're not even thinking twice about it. There's a lot of lessons to be had here. There's just we've learned a lot of lessons. And, uh, of course, Pete's at the epicenter of all of them. Oh, of course he is. Pete's juggling who's going to be in, who's not. 
how do we balance if this host is in, if this person's <laughs> not in, if my if my voice is shot, if you've got to leave early, if it's only Bogues, if you know I'm down the line, if you're down the line, if we're all down the line, Bogus is still doing it from home. If I'm sick, if I brought you know anything into the studio, oh my God, it's just Pete. Pete must just be. He's normally on edge. Honestly, he must curse all three of us every single day. He has to be. And I think there's an element of me, DA, that right now is a little scared of Pete. I think I'm more scared of Pete than I own my own wife during this pregnancy. <laughs> and that's why I keep saying, Pete, I don't want to take advantage and work from home if you don't. If you want me to be in there to help out and do other things. Now, I'm doing a lot of that. I could do a lot of that from home anyway, as we proved, which is one of the blessings, a rare blessing I keep from the pandemic is learning that we could do so much of this from home and have the ability during situations like this. But yeah, there was part of me that feels guilty that like well she hasn't come yet so maybe i should come in but as pete has pointed out he's been great to me through this whole thing you know the moment i i decide to go in and get in there is going to be the moment that it happens because that's just the way these things work so play it safe while we can the whole thing's amazing yeah that is true is that now because of 15 months of doing the show remotely during pandemic we can seamlessly just do it no matter what oh you've got to be home no problem you've got the setup we know how to do it. Oh, I've got to be home on short notice. We can do that. No problem. You know, it's like had had the pandemic not happened, all of that would be much more of a cluster fork. And it would have been like, how do you <laughs> get you got to plan a million times ahead? How does this work? What's our backup? This, that and the other thing. But because of that, you know, a show like today, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday show where all three of us are on remote from our homes and Bilotti is back in the studio. You know, frankly, you don't really you can't really tell over the radio how different that really might be. No. Yeah. And if it wasn't for you listening to the Permission Granted podcast, as many of you are right now, you may not have even actually realized from whatever snippets you listen to of the show. If you don't listen to the show in the entirety that we all were in different places remotely. And that's how seamless it's gone. And honestly, though, I do have to give credit to Pete for that. Pete has been way more patient over the last week and a half than I thought he would be. So it makes me wonder if there's a ticking time bomb there where I'm looking at Danielle like, you got to hurry up the offense here, call yeah. Omaha, and have this baby because I don't know how much longer Pete's going to last like this. Yeah, right. Is is Pete, when we all when this is all over and I'm back in the studio every day and you've had the baby, et cetera, is that when he just unleashes fury on us? <laughs> Right. He and has a tra- thing. right. He has a trash Tuesday coming. We never saw or Festivus hits us upside the head in December. We're like wow, yeah. wow. Okay, let's go back to the end of September. Pete, jeez. I know, I know. You you worry about letting down Pete, don't you? You worry about letting him down. You worry about angering him. You worry about you know what little things you're doing to to get his goat. It's just it's a it's a real <laughs> it's a real mind game. It is. It is. It's a chess match. <laughs> so uh, one final note. Uh, on Wednesday's show after we did Meet on the Bone and, and Pete Schwartz, Peter Schwartz going uh, <laughs> his whole Twitter thing. We'll, we'll, we'll have Aiden inserted here so that I don't have to explain the whole thing here. DA, a local bagel and deli place on Long Island has tweeted, we got a bad review today. If people only knew how much it hurts when that happens, we aren't perfect. We have made mistakes and we will make more. Uh, sounds like a, a bad press conference from Mike McCarthy. I just want you guys to know that we really do care with all of our hearts to do the best job possible. When we fail, it hurts. Of course, Peter Schwartz, who frequents this deli. Oh, this deli. deli is a bunch of... Oh, that tweet alone deserves a deep losers. dive. Losers, yeah, okay. But, but Schwartz chimes in. Stuff happens. 
I've flubbed words on updates, had typos in stories, and mispronounced some names, and heard about it, and it hurts. But you keep going because we're all human, and oh, that's life. God. You have a great place, Don. He knows oh. the guy's name. And the food is terrific. Keep plugging away, oh, exclamation point. Oh, God. All right, well, you hear me now? Oh. Okay. Now, DA, my first reaction to this would be, Pete, I know for a fact, has gone into this place expecting free food before. Yeah. In fact, I know people at this place have complained to others I know that all he does is go in expecting free food. Pete is the same person, as we've documented, who has complained about other restaurants online, on That's Twitter, a great point. And, and Yelp reviews, and done exactly what this deli is saying they hate. And now Pete, because this deli has hooked them up with free stuff before, is acting as if that's terrible that people would write bad reviews. Right. You keep going because we're all human and that's life. Hey, Pete, how about that's the advice for IHOP when they were 20 minutes late for your pancake right? order in the middle of a pandemic? How about you would have taken that stance then and been like, you know what? We just keep going because we're all human and that's life. Like, no, instead it was take to Twitter and berate them until you get your free stack of pancakes back. But Schwartz, the ultimate in hypocrisy. So... Uh, do you expect any blowback from Schwartz after you called him out on Twitter and uh, and he tried to defend himself on the IHOP situation? Well, I, immediate blowback, no. But I could bet you I'm going to get some kind of text or Facebook message or Twitter DM that starts with "Hey there" because that's his lead-in, uh, where he tries to feel me out by asking about you know Danielle or something like that, and it's his way of breaking the ice to say, just so you know, you know I know the guy at the Blue Line Deli. He doesn't deserve, or, you know, he'll he'll try to follow it up offline to try to because he knows the heat and the sharks have the sharks have circled on him. I just now I sort of feel bad for the deli owner because the last thing he needs is Pete in his corner, and now you know he's got or he's got Luis and Palm Lewis and Palmdale going after him. The the blowback will be there from Pete, and I think Pete also is going to be very worried if this guy starts getting hammered, this deli owner by DA show listeners that he is going to lose his free hook to Free Islander bagels. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, Schwartz does not want this smoke. He does not want his free Islanders bagels, the one place that makes Islanders bagels that I'm sure hooks him up for free. He does not want that being dragged into a firefight on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, that's 75 bucks on the monthly budget of free breakfast at least coming his way, so he needs to, <laughs> he needs to leave that out. Schwartz is a character, though, man. I mean, of all the people oh. to be like, hey, life goes on. You got to just understand things happen. You know, be nice to, to restaurant people. The same guy that just badgers restaurants nonstop for when they don't give him the stuff that he wants. He's oh. got some nerve. And by the way, we didn't even bring this up on the air. Let's not forget when all the young guys were getting shots to host at our, our sister station, WFAN and CBS Sports Radio. He went on the air with Boomer and Geo openly complaining about that not being him sure why wasn't life going on there and sometimes it happens you know it's so funny I'll, you know he's mr calm but if something goes against him suddenly he doesn't have that same mentality but when it comes to protecting the fort of free bagels right. then that mentality comes in right. it's unbelievable hypocrisy right. it's so true the fort of free bagels defend your honor go down with the fort oh. be kind everybody understand bad service it's just a one-time thing. Let people live. And then right. the moment it's uh, a young guy gets a hosting gig for the first time or his pancakes didn't come on time, burn it down. Oh. No patience for any of this. Incompetence. You wrote a check. Your ass can't cash. Your ass can't cash. And they used to call the home of the New York Islanders that Pete loved in Nassau Coliseum Fort Never Lose. 
This is Schwartz on Twitter. Fort never pay. That's basically <laughs> basically his philosophy with eating. One of the great tweets of all time. IHOP wrote a check. Its ass couldn't cash. <laughs> IHOP. <laughs> IHOP. Like By the way, boxer. I think they could cash a lot of checks. I That's really right. do. <laughs> yeah. Like a boxer that trash talked Muhammad Ali. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Ass couldn't cash it. It's IHOP. Right. Yeah, by the way, all you had to do was crack an egg for your wife on Mother's Day, and you wouldn't have had that problem. <laughs> okay, well, we're stabilizing here. I feel much, much better. I'm ready to go for Thursday morning show. I'm ready to go for Friday morning show. I'm ready to go for Sunday morning football. We're going to be good. We're going to be okay. Danielle's going to have this baby here soon. That's Probably during the one-game playoff the Yankees will be in. That's probably the next thing to watch out for. That's Tuesday night? Tuesday night. The Yankees probably playing for their season a one-game playoff. That now has creeped into my mind as the belief of when this will happen. Oh, wow. And do you think it's against the Mariners or the Red Sox? I think probably still the Red Sox because I can't imagine the Orioles continue to beat them. But, boy, a Yankee, the Mariners upsetting the Yankees as my daughter is brought into the world would be something else. Visions of 95 and Griffey's run around the kingdom. Oh, totally. That's that's my next. We were so worried about football Sunday. Suddenly we've made it to the point that the Yankees playoffs could be in jeopardy oh, here with the wow. baby. Okay, well, the storylines never cease here on the DA show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here is Mraz and Bogues on Side B. Ho, ho, howdy! Dude, it is Side B, the PGP. And how are you? I am Mraz, the executive producer of the DA Show. Some might refer to me as Sean. I am joined by Andrew, Drew, Andy, whatever his name is, Bogish here on Side B. Bogish, hello. A good week to you. Uh, Sean, a good week to you as well. And I should notice a note I didn't on the air today, but you, um, well, whatever day this is, you weren't feeling well, but you sound fine now. So are you, you okay? Are you sturdier than DA? 
Hard to tell, so we peel back the curtain on the DA show as we do on the PGP. We can get into DA being out for a, a day for the second straight week. Yes, we are taping this on Wednesday, September the 29th, 2021. And Tuesday, after Bogus and I had hosted in place of DA, remember I had commented on the air about my wife now not feeling well on top of the pregnancy, a little cold. I just started to feel really run down. Back of the throat scratching, runny nose, slight, slight cough, all of it. I went to go to bed very early on Tuesday night to try to rest up. I I tossed and turned for a little bit. I woke up, checked out, see what was going on with the Yankees. So you guys had texted a couple things. Went back to bed. I woke up and felt, eh, all right. But what I did was, and I don't even know if this is legal. I don't know if this is street legal. Does anybody know the emergency, like, packs that you're supposed to pour in a bottle of water? You know what I'm talking about, Bogus? Sure, yeah. It's like vitamin C. They call it emergency. So what I did was I took an entire liter of water and I poured not one but two of those packs. Now, I think you're only Whoa. supposed to have one of those packs a day, I think. But I felt a little eh, 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 and I said, you know what? Who knows with DA's voice? We had no idea, by the way, because it wasn't like we had verbally spoken to DA what his voice was going to sound like. I knew that I had woken up without my wife needing to be taken to the hospital yet for a baby. I said, the, the team might need me here. As we talked about on Tuesday, I'm a hard hat guy, right? Put the hard hat on, get to work. I dumped two of these two of these in a liter of water and I drank them from about 5.15 a.m. to 5.45 a.m. Got through them and I feel very full of energy. Now, you might there's a little frogginess to my voice, but I have that a lot anyway. Back of my throat still feels a little scratchy. I am anticipating a crash and burn at some point here on Tuesday where I'm just going to end up needing to lay down for like two hours. But yeah, my voice pepped up and the vitamin C helped, man. I pushed through and it was a, it was a non-factor. You're not going to hear me commenting on it pregame and now I'm commenting on a postgame only because you asked. Yeah, and, and I asked. And that's, so this is on me. This is not you. I, I know how humble you are. You don't like Very to humble. talk yourself up. You don't need pats on the back or cookies or any any kind of you know kadoos, nothing. You don't need any of that stuff. Now I'll take a so, cookie. No, I know you will. I, I know you will. Um, so I was happy to give you the opportunity here to give yourself some love that you deserve because that hard hat is heavy, uh, but you wear it effortlessly because that's that's who you are. Now let me ask you something beyond that. Is we well, let's first let's let's mention Da here for a second. Da sounded excellent on Wednesday's show. I think the day of rest clearly helped him do you think we've climbed the da mountain and we should not expect da to be taking a day off next week now i mean i don't think i'm in position to to speak to that i have not been near da i've not examined da you know we have different doctors on they only to speak about other clients because they haven't seen their test results Uh and their scans so um, you know, I, I hope so. I certainly hope so, but I, but who, but who knows, but who knows what's going on inside the, the DA body, but I hope that we have cleared the last hurdle and he's now, you know, almost completely on the mend here. Now, let me ask you something. This is what I was going to get to. You and I got to co-host the show without DA on Tuesday, obviously, cause he was out sick. And in my mind, I, as I was not feeling well yesterday, went back and rewatched the video of Andrew Filipponi joining us on the show. And leading the interview by asking me about my mother blaming a fart on me as as true story and him comparing notes about when his grandmother ripped an air turd, let's just call it, at a hibachi restaurant. And he was on basically a date fam- while all the family was around. And he got blamed. The relationship didn't work out. Pony, what's going on, man? How are you? Sean, is it true that your mom blamed a fart on you at a wedding? <laughs> Well, we're off and running here. Uh, my grandmother blamed a fart on me at a hibachi restaurant. 
So, wow. We're wow. spirits, my friend. Yep. Wow. Yeah, you guys are best friends. Yeah. How? And I was on not a first date. It was probably a third or fourth date. So. Oh, wait a minute. You were on a date and your grandma was there? Yeah, it was like a birthday thing. Yep. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Oh. Uh-huh. Now, how old were you, Pony? Probably 21 or 22. Now, did the date <laughs> believe grandma? Yeah. Yeah, she was embarrassed that I would that I did that. You know, she, my the girl I was with like looked at me in a similar fashion like couldn't you have, like walk to the bathroom or held it in? Oh. And uh yeah, years later she admitted that it was her. Oh, and was it during like a good part of the, you know, the egg toss in the hat, the onion volcano? I think the it... on- yes. I, I think the onion <laughs> volcano had commenced and that wasn't the only thing that was erupting. Yeah. <laughs> I Grandma getting loose as the beating heart of rice is getting. <laughs> <laughs> the relationship did not work out. In case you guys were going to ask that as a follow up question, so I'll beat you to it. I really, really thoroughly enjoyed that story and found it hysterical. Can that story count as a candidate for the twelve DAs of Christmas if DA was not on the show? Oof. I mean, yes. So to answer your your question. Um, simply, yes, it can. It, I don't think that DA being on the show that day is a requirement for a 12 DA. Do, is it a 12 DA of Christmas? That I don't know yet, but it definitely yeah, I would, could I would be. Certainly, it's it's I, not disqualified. I would say this. Off the top of my head, I could probably rattle off at least three moments I know are definitely funnier, and, and I'm probably living in the moment here, so maybe it wouldn't even qualify as one of the top 12. Maybe it wouldn't even qualify as one of the first four out. Maybe. But it was very hysterical and very out of nowhere. It wasn't like we had Filipponi on to talk about grandma's farting. And it was very, very, very funny. I just, I thought about this. I said, man, I might have to put this in the 12 DAs folder. And I thought to myself, what happened on the DA show? It happened while Kaplan was there, while Pete was there, while you and I were there. We're all parts of the show. But the actual name, the 12 DAs, it's not like every 12 DAs featured DA in it. But DA was at least present for every single 12 DA over the last eight years. He would not have been present for that. So... Does it count? And more importantly, do you think DA, because DA did actually quote tweet the video I saw on Twitter, so he was into the story as well, you would think. Can it count if is not there? We, this would be a new rule amendment. Yeah, it can, it can count. I mean, because even, what if it had, something happened between me, you, and Pete on one of these 18 summer Fridays he took off? I mean, it just, it, it can't, that, it can't just be, he has to be there. That, that rule can't be in place. Um, and I don't. I, I think it's no problem. There's no reason for that rule to to exist. So, this should definitely be eligible for some kind of postseason award, no doubt. Okay, now shift the focus to me here. We made a lot of jokes about me being a hard yeah, hack. It's been guy too long. Hard. It's been too long. We have now hit officially a week of shows where I have left the studio and come back home since I had the hospital, not scare, but hospital. Oh my goodness, the baby's coming. These are contractions, and then they guess they weren't enough. The baby somehow still is not here as of September 29th in the morning. I also didn't feel good, part of that. At any point now, between now and next week when a scheduled inducing would take place, I I volunteered. You guys have told me to stay home. Do I go back to the studio to switch luck? Do I not chance it because that will be the moment she goes in? How do you think I'm being perceived by the company and by you guys as a show by, by doing the show from home in the meantime? 
Uh, I mean, I, I have no problem with it. I've told you more than once that you should stay home until the baby's here and you shouldn't care about what anybody else thinks because it doesn't matter. I mean, this is, um, this is real life. This is important. You don't want to miss it because you're stuck in traffic. I mean, if, if it's okay with the bosses, and it clearly is, I, I don't even think you should reconsider for a second because you can't get stuck somewhere or you don't want Daniel to be by herself and you don't want her scrambling with, with Taylor and all this kind of stuff. Like I, I would stay home until the baby's here and then I would stay home after that. I mean, if you want to get way down the road, like I'm a big proponent, we'll get real deep here on, on, on side B. We have terrible maternity and paternity plans and coverage and in this country. And it's across the board. It's not just our, it's not, you know, company specific, industry specific. We don't do enough for new parents to let them be home with their kids because everybody needs that. I mean, it's science at this point that the longer kids and parents are together after birth, the better for everybody. Um, so you should, if you could be home for six months, I would tell you to be home yeah, for six I, months and not have a second thought about it because all that matters is you and your family. Well, I would tell you this. I'm, I'm obviously clearly uh, going to take probably a week off when the baby's first born just to bond, get away from work and a little bit. But beyond that, maybe I'll take some time when my wife needs to go back to work as well. I will tell you that I am going to need a break. With a one-year-old or soon-to-be two-year-old and another kid – I have a feeling that getting into the studio is going to be my escape from the house. So I don't know that I would be home for six months. But I just, I, I, I don't know, I subconsciously worry about that. And the funny thing is, what the pandemic taught us, uh, and I think this goes for a lot of workplaces that aren't necessarily the essential employees that all did a great job during the pandemic and were needed. And I think you know, in our jobs in sports radio, it's no different. You're, you're clearly still home. 99.5% of the work that I do in the studio can be done from my home little studio setup that I have here. So work-wise, there's nothing that's really changed. But I just – I worry about perception. Now, other people are in the studio. I, I just – I don't want to seem like I'm that – like I'm like a softie. You know what I mean? So I just I, – I had to ask that question because my wife keeps telling me not to worry about it. But I just – I don't know. I, I don't want people thinking I'm milking the system by any means. I'm not trying to do that. I just – I'm trying not to get stuck in traffic as my baby's about to be born. But now that the baby's not here yet, I feel like it just it makes me look a little silly. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't think you should. And it's this is what happens. I told you my story on the air. I, I took we were we had an, a day to be induced like for a long time. Same, it's kind of similar to you. Like can't go past this date. So if you get here, you've got your appointment. You're coming in, and you're gonna. And we got there, and. I took time off. It was like a Thursday or a Friday. So I had took off like those last, the end of that week and all of next week. And we went to the hospital and like the medicines didn't start the process. So they said, all right, um, there's no need to push this. Let's just go home and we'll see what happens over a couple of days and we'll try again in a couple of days. So then I left the hospital. I mean, so like we went to the hospital with like all our stuff, bags packed. Like we were like, I, I even was confused for the longest time, I used to to say the baby's my daughter now. She's ten. I used to say her birthday wrong because we had this April date <laughs> in our head for so long, and it was like a guarantee that then she was born May fifth instead of April twenty eighth. And I used to start to say April because I had said April for so long and thought April for so long. So like everyone needs to understand that anything can happen. Waiting is not weird or wrong or peculiar. And um, if it takes one day or 18 days apparently poor danielle then so be it and really you're asking a question like should i care that pete's bothered that i'm home this whole he time actually the has answer it. Is pete's, no, pete's, you pete's been 
Pete's been great. I don't know. I, this is just me getting in my own head. But I will say this. You no, guys don't sweat also, it. Yeah, you're thinking too hard here. Go back to you, not thinking like usual. You guys also, you admitted <laughs> on Tuesday's show, I'm sorry, Tuesday's show, that you, Pete, and DA at least have a running side group check on without me where you're mocking or basically hoping for certain dates. We've gotten to the point here. We are six days away from a potential one-game Yankee wild card playoff game. That is the yeah. next one in my head. Forget a football Sunday. Is she going to go into labor as Garrett Cole toes the rubber with the Yankee season on the line for one game? Yeah, I mean, that's the new – there has not been a specific uh, side text about that, but that has to be the new focus for us is to get and – I, and I hate this because I, Danielle is the victim here because Danielle has to now hold on and be uncomfortable for even more days. But, I mean – if she wants to hold on until next Tuesday or Wednesday, I think that's a great idea and really complicate the Yankee bandwagoning from you in, the, in a world in a wild card game. I think that's that would be a really nice gift from sweet little Peyton and and her beautiful mom. I lost the Yankee bet with my daughter having to pull my tail on the air as dressed yeah. as a pig because they weren't one of the best three records. By the end of the season, could the Yankees be eliminated on the night my wife gives birth to my second daughter? All of that is on the table, and I can't stomach it. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up here, Bogus. You can follow you on Twitter. Give your handle out again. Give it on your own, man. Thanks, Sean. It's at Andrew Bogus, and that's spelled B-O-G-U-S-C-H. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at MirazCBS. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everyone. Maybe I'll be a father of two from the next time you hear from me. If not, I don't know. This miserable situation continues. Hey, take care, everyone. Thanks for joining us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.